from the Alberta Motorcycle Safety Society and welcome to Think Bike, a podcast about all things motorcycle and the voice of motorcycle safety and awareness in Alberta. We like to talk about everything motorcycle related and bring you great guests to share their story. So thank you for tuning in. On today's podcast, I am excited. Uh, It has been a while, a long time coming. We have got Rob Darlington from Hard Knocks Track Days, which deals with all the track days in Southern Alberta and in Oliver, BC. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks, Leanne. I'm excited to be here. This is great. It is so good to have you on the show. And uh, thank you, first and foremost, for signing up as a corporate member for Alberta Motorcycle Safety Society. Could you please tell me why you made that decision? Ah, it, it's simple. It's simple. The The efforts that you guys put in to uh, making s- motorcycle safety awareness out there is just uh, applaudable. We, we just wanted to be on that supporting you guys however we possibly can um, and whatever that means. So we were, we were excited to, to jump at the, the opportunity. And we were so happy to have you come on board as our first Track Days provider corporate sponsor. So thank you very much. Let's get into your welcome. Let's I'll take (laughs) your money any day. No, (laughs) Uh, let's get into this a little bit uh, more like really about you, Rob, the person. How long have you been riding and what got you into it? Oh, this is dating me now. Um, so I've always had an interest. Uh, um, I, I wasn't like some of uh, some other people where, you know, at four years old, I was riding dirt bikes and stuff. It was more, uh, I was, I grew up in a construction family, so I was put to work at a pretty young age and didn't have a whole lot of extra time to, as we would say, play with uh toys. Uh, so when I, uh, turned 16, the day I turned 16, I got my class. Well, I guess here in Alberta, it'd be class five, class six. This is in Ontario. Uh, I also bought a car. I also bought a motorcycle and ever since I've been riding and, um, I don't think there was one season I didn't have a bike and that was this, the year that I bought my house had to sell the bike for the down payment on the house. Uh, but the very next year I bought another motorcycle and I've, I've just been riding ever since. And it, it's, it's a, it's a passion. It, it really is. What was your first motorcycle? It was a Yamaha RZ 350 two stroke. Wow. And I was not, I was not allowed to buy it. My father said no you cannot buy it i kind of did anyway and stored it at my friend's house so i had to walk i i think it would probably be half a kilometer somewhere in there anyway i'd have to walk to my friend's house pick up the bike to ride to school and then ride back to his house to drop it off just so my parents didn't know i actually bought a motorcycle <laughs> that's so. awesome did you do any training yes. Uh, not at, sadly at the time I did not. And it's something that I should have done. It wasn't until my later years that I actually started taking motorcycle training. And it's one of those things that now, 
you know, you look back and it's hindsight's twenty twenty. I, I wish I could talk to that 16 year old kid and say, Rob gets, get some training. Uh, but I didn't foolishly. And, uh, but now I do. Right, <laughs> right or wrong, too late. It's really, I don't know. By now you train others in, in certain things. And let's get into that. Like what exactly is hard knocks and when did it start up? Uh, so hard knocks itself started as a race team. We started in 2007, uh, as a, a race, as a motorcycle racing team with the, uh, I'm not even sure how you say it, the moniker, the, the tagline that we were all riding school instructors. And so hard knocks was all riding school instructors going out and racing. So putting practice to purpose, I guess, if you want to call it. And, um, I think there was maybe five or six of us at the time. And that just progressed over time in late 2010, we started hard knocks track days and we have been operating hard knocks track days ever since with a heavy, um, emphasis on training and instructing and, um, offering as much information to the general public as, as as we can. So that, that basically takes us up to like literally today. It's the same, same premise. So, so just to be clear and just to understand, um, so you guys were all actual riding school instructors that came together and formed a race team. Like you were teaching learn to ride courses and things like that. So that instruct in nature was already a part of who you are. Absolutely. That's exactly how it was. That's awesome. Yeah. And then you started track days. And so your track days are heavily operated in Oliver, BC at area. Was it area? Area I was going to say something else, which is the place where the aliens are. Yeah. (laughs) Area 51. That's yeah. yeah. 51. Yes. Area 51's aliens. Area 27 is a racetrack in Oliver, BC. And this year, so exciting because it's been the talk of the town for the last couple of years is the building of the Rocky Mountain Motorsports. Tell us about that. Yeah, it has been, uh, it has been a long haul. Um, we have been involved with this management team and it, they started at race city closing was 2011, uh, 2012, somewhere in there, they started what was called the marks committee, which was a committee from the city of Calgary to, uh, find an area for, uh, another racetrack to rape, replace race city. And we, we were involved with that committee, uh, and then that kind of branched out to the management team of Rocky Mountain. And so we have been keeping close eye and in contact with these this management team all through their, their processes. The track was going to be in Airdrie, and that failed. Uh, then they got their lot of property here. So we've been working with them very closely until uh, or until today, <laughs> well, <laughs> including today. Um, and so it is just absolutely phenomenal to have a facility like this so close to our backyard again. It is. It has been something that's been missing in the Calgary market for 
for a long time since Recity closed. And, um, you know, we do have tracks up in Edmonton and that that's great, but it's, it's so much, it's, this is in your backyard. So this is great. Um, so excited for the membership and, and management team that they've got this now in place. Well, and, and just and like I a little, sorry, just a little uh, shout out to one of our other corporate members, uh, Too Cool Motorcycle School, who does some advanced rider training out at RMM as well, um, which is really cool that they now have that space to, you know, safely do even more instruction as a riding school as well as that complements track days. And I'm sure you guys are getting back into racing as well. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But what can people expect out of a track day? So for a track day, the whole premise behind what we're trying to do is uh, give people uh, average riders average, below average, above average, riders that ride the street, a place to safely ride their motorcycles at whatever level they see fit. Whether that is like go all out and they want to ride fast or they just want to go and carve some turns. I always say this this track is 3.6 kilometers with 16 turns. Nowhere in Alberta can you go anywhere on the highway that has 16 turns in 3.6 kilometers maybe in bc but there's nothing close so if you want to come out and carve this is what we're here for we're come see us and what we try to do is make it as as simple as possible for riders to come out just experience their motorcycles um i think the biggest hardship that most people will have is the riding gear making sure they have proper riding gear to ride the track. But as we say, the riding gear that you should have at the track is riding gear you should be having on the street anyways. So we should be using this riding gear on the street anyway to be absolutely uh, top of the line safe uh, when we're riding on the street. So when you get here, you can expect a lot of enthusiasm. Uh, Our whole team is just they're enthusiasts through and through and they want people to come and experience uh, their machines and learn from their machines. So the atmosphere with us is extremely high energy, high positivity. Um, We try to make it as low pressure as we can. Uh, We're at a racetrack, but we're not racing. We, We always say, or I always say, Somebody always says, anyway, I'm not sure who it is. But um, if you want to come out to the track and have like an expedited um, travel to the 7-Eleven, this is the place to do it. If you want to go 30 kilometers an hour, go 30 kilometers an hour. If you want to go faster, we're here to help and get you there. So what are some of the things that you guys teach? Um, we will get into, uh, basic, some basic body position maneuvers, um, throttle brake controls and a lot of work with the eyes. The, the eyes are one of the keys to riding. And so we try to do a lot of work with our newer riders on 
what they're focusing on and what they shouldn't be focusing on. So we, we spend a lot of time with, with that. And so you probably know Trevor Deck from Too Cool. So he did an episode with us earlier in this season. Yeah, he's such a good man. He did an episode with us earlier this yeah. season. And a part of it was eye exercises are something that he um, really uh, wants people to take seriously because your eyes are muscles and, and the more you exercise them, the more like you may diminish your need for glasses or whatever, but you can't really ride a motorcycle without really understanding how your vision ties that all together. So it's nice to hear that that's something that you, you focus on that little, uh, body positioning contraption you guys had out at two wheel Sunday. Is that something you have at the track as well to kind of help explain things to people? Absolutely. Our, uh, GFF motorsports, uh, body position trainer is something that we use on a regular basis now. And it is, it is a tool that we are finding is working more and more because we can we can talk face to face till our face turns blue about how you should be riding your motorcycle. Our trainer puts, puts that to action. You can actually feel the muscles firing that you need to feel when you're on the track. And it is absolutely, it's amazing to have somebody come in that, you know, is having some difficulty with their body position and we get onto the trainer and they show us how they're doing it. And then we show them then the next level and their eyes are like, holy man, I had no idea there was that much leg input that was needed. And uh, it is, it has been a focal point for our training now for, for the better part of a year now. I think one of the things I appreciated about it is like, cause I sat on it at two wheel Sunday and you can like, I was like, Oh, this thing's going to tip over or something. And, and it isn't, it's like you get on that and you lean like you would in a corner and I can see how you can just like adjust this, adjust that. And then you like, for me as a person who I learn by doing, I don't yes. really learn well by like, somebody teaching me verbally only like I need to be doing. So if you were explaining to me, well, here, let me move your foot position here on the peg better and let's try this. And, and then I can feel it for myself because I'm doing it. What a difference that makes. That's such oh. an interesting thing to have in place. It is. And like I said, we can talk about it all day long. Um, and you know, you talked about Trevor and, and I, I exercises and stuff until you actually start doing it. If you, you can tell somebody all day long, but if you can show them and they can feel it, it just hits home and they, they gain better muscle memory quicker because of it. Before we get into the return of the CMRA, I want to know how your summer's going because like the, every time we've spoken, you just, you're so happy. And I think RMM is a huge, huge part of that. How is the summer going having that track back? How do you, tra how do you track happiness? It's not like you go home and you've got your happiness chart and you're like, I'm here and I'm here. It is, um, 
it's a lot of work. Um, we are growing with the track. Um, but like excitement just doesn't, it, it doesn't do it justice. It really doesn't. It's been, our team is, um, myself and the team have just been like, we're off the hook. Like it's, uh, we're getting invites from the track to do, um, you know, charity events and it's these, these kind of things don't come without the efforts. And the fact that the track is trusting us with that is, is just a huge pat on the back to our whole team. And it's, there's not one person. It really is a team and everybody walks around here with smiles. It, it's quite, it, it's, um, it's addictive. The, the smiles are addictive. Like it, and people build off it. So I'm, I'm so, I'm so excited. And just let's touch a little bit on this uh, charity thing. Um, I know a couple weeks ago, uh, towards the end of July, uh, you guys were part of a fundraiser for the tornado that blew through on Canada Day. Um, What was Hard Knox's responsibility in this event and kind of what was RMM doing uh, regarding, like, you know, giving back to that community that was affected. Cause that, that is a big part of motorcycling as a whole where we're giving people. So tell me a little bit about yeah. that one. It was, it was a great event. It, the, the sun was shining. Um, the, the tornado blew, like I said, you know, within a couple of kilometers of the, of the facility. Um, some places car stairs did where it didn't do so well. So, the, so the track, um, wanted to do something to give back to those victims. So they put together an event where uh, uh, the general public could come in and for a donation, they will, you could buy a ticket and you could go around the the track in a host of different cars that they had um, uh, spinning laps. They had uh, turn 17 had their Mustangs out there was uh, all a bunch of Corvettes, uh, new new model Corvettes, including a couple of the RMM instructor uh, Corvettes, and then they had some exotic cars spinning around. And uh, average—that's uh, not the right word. General public could come buy a ticket and um, go take a spin in a Porsche GT4, you know, and all the proceeds or that donated back to the, oh, I'm going to get this wrong, but the Didsbury uh, Tornado Relief Fund. I, I may have messed that one up, but uh, um, so it was it was a great event. It was packed there. Um, very busy, lots of happy faces. Uh, the Hard Knocks crew, we donated our time um, and, and we were controlling the traffic coming in and out of hot pit lane. So we were directing the cars coming in, going out, making sure that people were buckled in, ready, you know, make sure they, they had their puke bags, if we want to call it that. <laughs> and, uh, um, yeah, so we had, I believe we had eight or ten of our teammate, or team members uh, donating their time to, to come and uh, – uh, build funds for the relief. 
So it was, it was a great event, just a great event. And that like, it's so awesome to hear and not, no disrespect to, to the victims of, of that were affected by the tornado. But I would like to say that a tornado coming that close to a brand new facility, finally opening up. Like I think the, the race gods were looking over the facility that day. So it's only right that RMM does something to step up and help those that were affected by it and uh, having everybody come together and, it's, it's just so great. So with mm. the return of a track in your area, I know with the, with the shutdown of race city, uh, see the CMRA. So we're always so used to, because it's the more prevalent race club in the province has been the Edmonton motorcycle road racing association for years, because without race city, the Calgary motorcycle road racing association kind of went, away and now that rmm is back what does that mean for the cmra where are we at with that well the cmra will be uh when we closed in in 2011 we held, we agreed that we will come back when a track comes back in in the calgary region uh uh so we're 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 making do on on that promise to the members at the time so the cmra will be coming back or is back shall we say in what level shape form that is yet to be determined um we would love to have a full season uh here at rmm but with this facility being a members facility there are some difficulties we do have to work with it's a members club uh um, and so we we can't have access to this facility like we would we would like to have. So the the short answer is motorcycle racing is something that RMM wants to have here, and they're excited to have CMRA back. And it is going to be a growing uh, relationship from here for the next twenty years. It's I, I'm very enthusiastic about it uh we just have to it, like everything we're gonna have to baby step things and i know that there was a little involvement with our dear friend justin napic has been in touch with you guys to kind of help revive the cmra and get some i know he did work with the mra as well he sat on that board for a while so i i understand yeah. he's been working with you guys to get that all revived up to the like new standards and make sure that everything is looking good how much do we appreciate how our community comes together like this to bring back things that we've been missing it it's funny because it's like a relationship uh i have friends that i haven't talked to in 10 years sadly but uh, one phone call and it is like we've never missed a beat and that is that is this community it is yes race city has been closed the cmra has been dormant for a while but people are just so energetic about bringing uh, bringing things back growing the community and that is oh i i just it's beyond words i i'm just indebted to these these people that just want to bring and just want to keep giving 
it is, uh, it, it's, yeah, it, I'm, I'm at a lot loss of words for it. It's, it's impressive. It's just straight up impressive. I would agree with you on that a thousand percent. I mean, we have been so blessed with the um, array of guests that we have had on the podcast, just willing to step up and share information and share stories and stuff. So I feel that as well. So I can understand that like new kind of revival in Calgary is probably very exciting and I'm excited to watch it continue to grow. And I want to thank you, Rob, for taking the time for me today, for Hard Knock stepping up as a corporate member, for all the information you shared with us today. And I am so looking forward to seeing where this relationship keeps going and everything you guys have to offer. Thank you so much. Thank you, Leanne. Thank you, AMMS, AMSS, sorry. And uh, yeah, let's all just keep Think Bike. today's mailbag the question of the day comes from anna in st albert who wants to know what's your one tip so i went to the board and i got some responses and i'm just going to do the collective because like we all pretty much have the same same tips that we would um would give out there so collectively from the the johns the bruces the sean's the you know the lances the myself's you know um Mike's where I'm missing somebody and I know it, but the collective group would like to provide these one tips. So there's a few research your gear, make sure that the gear that you're getting is gear that fits you properly, that your helmet fits you properly, that your gloves fit you properly. Like everything needs to fit proper. Otherwise your gear's not going to help you out too much. If it's too big, if it's too small, there's problems either way. So research your gear and get good gear for you. Talk to others in the motorcycle community. We're all here to help each other out for the most part. You are going to get some people who don't want to talk about anything and that's fine. Leave those people alone. Go to the next person. Chances are nine times out of 10, you're going to get somebody who will be happy to sit there and talk about tips or tricks that they've learned along the way. Do a course. Training is really important and not just learn to ride, but also advanced rider training. Always continue to grow. When there's one instructor, long time valued instructor in the Edmonton area, James McCarthy, who always said, once something along the lines of once you think you know everything about motorcycling, that bike is going to teach you a really hard lesson. So just, you know, and my tip, my personal tip, have fun, love it, enjoy it. You want to ride for a reason. So enjoy every minute of it. There's going to be scary moments and that's okay. Learn from them, move on. That would be, that would be it. I've had my fair share too. So that is our show for today. To make sure that you don't miss out on any of our upcoming podcasts or listen to previous ones, make sure you click on subscribe or follow wherever you get yours. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover or a guest you think be great on the show or a question for the mailbag, let us know. You can connect with us through all the socials or email us at info at ab-amss.org or reach out through the website at ab-amss.org. Always remember to ride smart, ride safe, and think bike. We'll see you out on the road. Bye.